Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of appropriate ages, the GSTU proudly presents its epic first-run network-wide crossover event, Deadpalooza! Get ready, folks. You're getting more than just the tip as we bury our swords hilt deep in this chimichanga. Here, muffs, little ones. We're gonna say fuck. The comic book now owns pop culture, and that's a worldwide phenomenon. Film, television, literature, even music. These days, it's all about the comics. I am Arrow. I'm Batman. Supergirl? What does S.H.I.E.L.D. stand for, Agent Ward? I am Iron Man. And I am Spider-Man. Oh, smash. We're living the comics life. We're breaking the panel. Can we start with that? And hey, this is the Deadpool Jazz Size Team Up Edition Breaking the Panel. I am one of the many hosts that we have on the show. We love doing this. I am Charles McFall. Over here is Soapbox Clots. Yo. Then, of course, Brian Ibbett. Hey, hey. And Chris Wisdom. What's up? And then we have joining in, unfortunately, DC on screen did a great Deadpool episode. And they are tied up with work and other things tonight. Travis Jones, also who I know who wanted to be here of, of the Blazing Defender Report. I believe he is also working. He's not able to be here this evening either. But we do have, and that's not one, but both of the MCU cast hosts. Hi, what, what's up? What's going on? That's not a surprise. Like, oh, we're here? I didn't know I that. Just, I just wasn't a big fan of the way it was told. Like, unfortunately, we, unfortunately the people we cared about couldn't be I, here. I, I but mean, these okay. two assholes are here. <laughs> we we got curtain one, not curtain two. It's all right. It's good. That, <laughs> Still not I, the wax, right? I mean, they, they all sent their regards. We, we love, I, I said, we have these guys. But unfortunately, we don't have these other guys. See, I was excited. <laughs> You know, you're no Jessica Jones. You are my daredevil. You guys are all. I signed you first. I just feel like consolation prize. Don't run into, don't run into anything backpedaling so much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Be sure to watch where you're going. So, why don't you give us some voice introductions from MCU cast? Uh, yeah, this is Matt Carroll. I am Jeff Randall. And uh, we're from the MCU cast. There you go. That is MCUcast.com. And Regrettably. <laughs> Unfortunately, we are the MCU. Cast we apologize, Charles. We apologize. So, <laughs> Sorry for being here. This is a perfect Deadpool opening. I'll just I do believe. Leave. So everybody has seen here that's on the radio. This is a full spoiler show. If you haven't seen the movie, you know, go fuck yourself because you should have seen it by now. Deadpool but this, fuck. <laughs> this is spoiler alert. Yeah. Oh, this wait. is the not safe for work Deadpool edition. Normally we do censor the break in the panel, but it's Deadpool. So Fuck that. It's going to be Deadpool. <laughs> this is like a bunch of high schoolers going, oh, mom and daddy are gone. We can say fudge. It's awesome. So, but you just said fudge. I know. I did. How dare you? De Let's get on the topic. Deadpool. 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 I heard it. I believe it was DC on screen said it best, but if not, somebody said this, and this is a great way to recommend the movie. If you're not laughing at the opening credits, you don't need to see this film. <laughs> you can just That's leave after the leave. first couple minutes, yeah. Yeah, because right. it's 
depending on your viewpoint, if you're laughing, it's only going to get better from there. Mm -hmm. If you're not laughing, it's only going to get worse from there. And it's funny because as a frequent movie watcher, we're all tuned to kind of ignore the opening credits and watch the action that's going on behind it. So it wasn't until like it was up on screen for a minute before I realized wait self-important tool or whatever <laughs> whatever right they, uh... i've never felt so crazy sorry good oh, go ahead sorry <laughs> i've never felt so crazy or dumb in a movie because uh, i didn't see like the first four mm. and the whole audience was laughing and i was like <laughs> what, are you laughing what? At? i mean I, it's funny like the whole swirling thing but they're all laughing like all together at certain moments and i was like what is ha- oh i should read credits <laughs> yeah, but that's cuts. the thing, and we're so it's so ingrained to just ignore those and just absolutely get, you know, like oh, question on credits, just get to the action and stuff. But yeah, in this movie, if you if you did miss it, and I bet there's people who didn't even notice it, you know, all the way through. I mean, it'd be hard not to because some of them get pretty dang obvious, but like yeah. gratuitous yeah. cameo and stuff like a that. Yes. Like, character. wait a minute, that's not a name, <laughs> right? Yeah. So I, I went with my wife, and I'd shown her the Red Band trailer, and I'm like, we're going. I mean, that's a great excuse of being on Giant Size Team Up. I was like, no, it's my job. I've got to go opening weekend. <laughs> One, if I don't, I'm not only a filthy casual, I get thrown under major scrutiny and beatdowns from the guys because like, you haven't seen it yet? What's wrong with you? The hell's wrong and, with you? Yeah. What's more important? That's that's my, my clock's voice. What's wrong with you? but uh of course i wanted to see i was was so excited and i actually caught all i believe i caught all the opening credits although like you guys i wasn't prepared for it it just so happened that in the pan through the car playing the greatest opening song to a movie ever right Mm -hmm. to a violent comedy movie angel in the morning angel of the morning Uh, juice by the great juice newton the cover it it was (laughs) awesome and I saw the the People Sexiest Dad magazine floating through the car with Ryan Reynolds' face on it, <laughs> and just next to that is it said starring you know some hot dude, right? And so I think I caught it from the beginning. I was like, wait, that's that's what? That's not then his name. Moody teenager. And then my wife's like, right. about the third one in, I was like, oh my god, they're doing funny stuff in the credits. <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah, complete I CGI know. character or something <laughs> yeah. like that. Yeah, that's yeah. where I caught it is a complete CGI character. It's like, wait, what? <laughs> uh, you got who? <laughs> uh, although there's been argument about the gratuitous cameo. The gratuit- Some think that it's the paper, Hugh Jackman. I think, of course, it's Stan Lee. I think it's Stan Lee also, yeah. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah, all right, cool. So opening credits. You know what? Paul Klotz, where do you want to go in the movie? We don't have to do it chronologically. What What do you want to talk about Deadpool? Hmm. I, I want you guys to talk about the second act a little bit because I fell asleep during that part. <laughs> You're shitting. I'm not wow. even kidding. Like, oh, really? I started, I started a new job that week and I was exhausted, oh, but we decided to go to like the 940 showing on that on Friday. And yeah, so I, I, I fell asleep for a lot of the stuff in the Let me the, make uh, sure I lab. can get this straight then. You want to talk about the section of the movie for us to fill yeah. in what you missed? <laughs> yeah, so that I could further so comment amazing. later. Bad whoa, podcaster. Whoa, whoa, that's Bad podcaster. <laughs> no, uh, no, I just wanted to get that out there right away from the beginning because then <laughs> if somebody asks me a question about that section, I'm just I'm gonna be honest and be like, I don't fucking know. Um no, I was in and out. Like I I, I missed I missed a bit, but not 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 the whole thing. You know. So what did you think of Ryan Reynolds basically being a stereotype 
douchebag enforcer to start off with. I mean, he he had the the stupid glasses. He had the tank mm-hmm. top wife beater. It was like, what are we what are we going for here? I've never remembered this from the comics. He had the Tyler Durden starter kit. That's what he was. Doing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nice. I had the. I didn't. I didn't take it as that, especially the glasses, because he 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 basically acknowledges the glasses. Uh, Later, he sta- yeah, he he takes them off and goes, huh, what, like what was I thinking?" and throws them it down. Throws them it was, yeah, it was right. a really weird. I thought maybe he stole those from that guy's apartment and then was just being silly, but I, I don't know. I I didn't notice if he had them on in the very beginning because I don't think he did when he first was in that guy's apartment. Maybe, maybe just didn't. be sort of the the unnecessary way to introduce the characters tied in from the. From the very first section of uh, <clears throat> X Men Origins, or the first section where you see the, the that team, yeah, yeah. The only good part, <laughs> yes, uh, is you know Ryan Reynolds getting to be Ryan Reynolds in that. Although day. somehow in that film, and of course you got to talk about that film a little bit with Deadpool. Mm-hmm. Wade Wilson Can had we some never kind talk of... about that film. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Well, not the back part, but somehow Wade Wilson had the magical powers of having samurai swords that would deflect bullets. As he walked through a room, I'm like, I knew that was going to be bad after I saw that. Mm-hmm. Movie. Saw that in the movie, like, oh, <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, it's going to get worse from here. That's not right. Uh, so yeah, I can't get you. They did a lot of throwbacks to his career. Period. Right. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Opening oh, with yeah. did anybody catch? Opening with the, the Green pizza? Lantern. I mean, the first shot is the pizza guy at the door, right? Oh, really? The two guys, a girl in a pizza place reference, right? Yes, that's why I took it for. Oh, funny! I didn't even think well, about that. Even even it. even in the car flip sequence in the in the credit sequence, they should have a Green Lantern uh, yes. trading card. Right. Yes, so e- even that. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Or a fake uh, Green Green Lantern trading. By card. the way, one of the best uh, faux Matrix knockoffs ever. Right, just the camera going through the car, everything's frozen, doing the three mm-hmm. D around. Yeah. Just seeing every aspect of that, I was I was thrilled so well done because it aspect I, I immediately was thinking of the guy getting a wedgie and i was like ass, yes! seeing all the ass spec <laughs> i really was i was completely blown away by that shot uh like i just can't even there's imagine so it. it's got to right. be completely animated but there's so it looked so good and so fluid and uh, it just looked amazing and it's great because it's the pre-payoff to all the jokes, like getting to see, all right, why is there, you know, that guy's obviously sitting there with a burn mark on his forehead mm-hmm. and there's a cigarette lighter floating in the air next to him. And then you get the payoff of like, oh, great, Deadpool shoves it in his mouth after bringing <laughs> him in so the horrible. forehead with it. And then the guy getting the wedgie and, you know, yeah. all these things, the coffee cup. And you're seeing all these things later on in the, in the real short flashback. Uh, that kind of sets all this stuff up, and that's that's what's so great about it. It's like the joke that you're like, oh yeah, there's the coffee cup and the, you know, the 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 cigarette lighter, and uh, you know, it, it's such a great pre way to pay off that that whole joke. Oh, I totally agree. Yeah, yeah, you saw it, that part, yeah. right, Paul? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Chris Wisdom, what's your favorite part? Got to be uh, Colossus. Got to be Colossus. The, everything about Colossus was yeah. just perfect. Oh man, you have opened up a can of worms, yeah. my oh, friend. Just a little bit. <laughs> no, I, ooh, I, tell me what was okay. wrong with Colossus. Okay, here's the thing. All right, I'm gonna jump in on this. I wanted to mention it at some point during the show. <laughs> I'm gonna let you start. I love, I love Colossus. <laughs> Colossus has always been one of my favorite characters. I really enjoy him. Yeah, me too. 
Um, the only issue I had with him in this, like I thought he was written very well, like his dialogue was funny mm-hmm. and, and all of that. And that was great because he can be a dry character and that's what I like about him. But there was a little bit of wit to him in this one where, you know, I, I really thought that resonated. My big issue with him was the really shit quality of his CG. I think that was intentional. I didn't think it was that bad. I thought it could be better, but I didn't think it was bad at all. I don't think he looked good at all, if I'm honest. Like, not compared to how he looked in the X-Men films. Oh, right? he looks so much better in this than he did in the X-Men. Well, because well, this one, he's like eight feet tall. He's entirely metal. The the Okay, so in the third act, when he's fighting Angel Dust, and she's choking him out, and you see the neck straining, and you realize it's techno-organic. It's not mm-hmm. He's not metal and impervious. It's metal skin. Like, right. Yeah, he's choking because he can't breathe. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, thought I just didn't like the quality of the CG in in, in that aspect. Because okay. I thought he looked really good in X2 and that film that shall not be named. <laughs> <laughs> um, but other than that, no, I, I really loved it. And I, I love the setup for X-Force. Like, that's going to be super yeah. sweet. Um, that That's really, like, the thing I'm most excited about. Um, I think that's going to be magnificent. But, yeah, no, I just... Uh, I the, the one thing I would say about this film, remember that this was... This went from like getting approved again because of the leaked trailer mm-hmm. to getting filmed to getting, you know, being in post production in less than a year. It just like very quickly was was ba- almost thrown together. And it was that's I think one of the most amazing parts about this is that it's such a good film and it was thrown together so quickly. You know what I mean? I know that they had stuff that they had been working on for a long time. But like, you know, whenever anything like that happens, you have to, you know, blow the cobwebs off and everything and, and get it back in a working order. They had a tremendous turnaround very quickly. Mm-hmm. So, uh, no, the whole experience was great. And I love Colossus as a character. So I don't want to, you know, I don't want to make it seem like I'm down on him. Sure. Uh, I just thought the CG was a little bit rushed. Um, I'm just glad he's Russian in this one. Oh, right, <laughs> right. The right. they had of Colossus was perfect. They didn't, Yeah. They, I, I mean, his aversion to blood, his aversion to violence, his goody two-shoeness. His aversion to boobs. Yeah. All of that stuff was pitch perfect. And I mean, if you're talking the CG, I, I found a couple times when Deadpool was doing flips or flying through, uh, the, the car accident was a good spot where it, there were a couple times when I'd catch it that he looked just a little too bendy like Spider-Man, mm-hmm. like uh, Sam Raimi Spider-Man. It just... But, I mean, you run into those problems with CG. See, for me, none of that was problems uh, because it's like, because you honestly, it's just the Deadpool rules, right? Roadhouse mm-hmm. rules are be nice. Deadpool rules are, hey, we always did that on purpose because we're comedians and we break that fourth wall. So you never know. I mean, I think I think you're probably accurate, but my mind was able to go, nope, that was supposed to be like that because they do st- stuff like that on purpose. Well, yeah, okay, To me, so it just it- like looked stylized, like it was just a choice to make him... I mean, I definitely think that uh, Colossus looked almost like a cartoon, but yeah. not, but to me, it still felt like he's existed in the same world with Deadpool. It didn't it, to yeah. me. It didn't seem like it was separate, but his, he definitely had a unhuman, inhuman like. Don't uh, say yeah. inhumans. Sorry, sorry, not inhuman. <laughs> not <laughs> he's inhuman. a mutant. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I completely agree with that. I was just gonna say, like, the thing about it is though, if if when they do X Force, if they show him at least briefly, like more akin to the way he was in the X-Men films and then just implied that Deadpool just sees him as larger than life and like more cartoonish than everybody else does. Mm-hmm. That would be amazing. 
Okay. And yeah. then I would be like totally like, okay, it's fine. Like I, I, I don't mind the exaggerated aspect of it then because it would totally make sense. Uh, that, that's Let's just go with that. Let's just assume that that was the intent. <laughs> well, okay, so, all right, Paul. So then a quick question for you. When X2 came out, where were you sitting when you saw Colossus? No, having only experienced Colossus in the comics to the tran- to the, the on-screen translation, because I was disappointed. Like, I liked I liked. I was disappointed that he didn't get any serious time. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. he, it was really he just... TV. He just he saves, a, he saves yeah. some kids, and that's about it, right? He was a yeah. He was effectively a you know an Easter egg, if you yeah. will. Yeah, right. yeah, right for sure. And they were a kitty, and then cut away, right? Yep, yeah. Because no, yeah. Gr- I mean, because I grew up on Marvel comics in the '90s. You know what I mean? That's when I got mm. in. That was my entry point, and I got in like when Colossus and his, and um, his sister were a big part of the storyline when she was sick, and uh, mm-hmm. you know. I got in like just as he defected to Magneto's uh, crew, you know, yeah, the Acolytes and everything. So like that era of him being like in the forefront of the story and being the real emotional pulse of the X-Men for a while there, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, like totally love that character. And I was really disappointed when he was just an afterthought in X2. Mm -hmm. And then X3, honestly, I've blocked most of that film out of my mind. I'm not even kidding. Like (laughs) I, I joke about it all the time, but really like I've. I've, I've, you know, like, like any, you know, near death experience, I've had to block it out. <laughs> so, uh, so I, I, I was so impressed with the blocking of some of the shots, right? So when we're following the bad guy, right before, you know, we really see the fight on the bridge going on or right as this fight's going on, whatever, there's this shot of a mansion and my mind went, at first, my mind went, well, maybe we're going to some other bad guys. And then instantly I went, that's a school for the gifted. Just that overhead shot. I'd seen it so many times in the comics and in the cartoons. I went, that's a school for mm-hmm. the gifted. That better be the school for And sure enough, the very next shots for the people who don't know, boom, the plaque on the front gate. Mm-hmm. Right? Echo, come here. All right. Sorry, sorry. No. <laughs> I, was, I, I muted in my recording. My dog was getting in my roommate's shit. Sorry. No, no, we're totally just messing And that's why we have a great editor. just uh, like editor. Charles going, all right. <laughs> I muted us in the recording. Forgot you guys can still hear us on Skype. Sorry okay. about that. <laughs> no problem at all. <laughs> all right. So, no, I know. I, I know you're calling your dog. I was just messing around on the recording. Uh, but, yeah, that, that school for the gifted. I was like, oh, my God. They, they did the shot so close to the comics that instantly the filthy casual in this entire group knew what it was so i was i was very happy with that shot and then it's a little boring they're sitting there eating he's eating breakfast and they're like, oh we have a mission and she's like whatever <laughs> right uh, that but that was classic colossus right they're walking out to the bridge or to the plane he's like have you eaten i can't do russian accents but have you eaten breakfast today breakfast it's the most important, the most meal, important of the day. meal yeah here uh, protein bar <laughs> <laughs> so the other the the only awkward moment in the whole movie for me was the end of the bridge fight where they're standing there for what feels like an hour with no police officers no response mm. of military anything it's just them kind of talking with that yeah i've heard that complaint and, and i think like um I think the X-Men's time apparently is better response time than the police. But once Colossus gets there, it seems like it lasts forever. But it, that's because there's so many cutaways. I don't think there's that much time between... I don't think they spend that much time on that bridge. It seems like forever because they cut away to, like, 
another hour of the movie in like flashbacks. Yeah. Yeah. But it only yeah. happen it's only like a three minute scene if you cut it all down. Right. It probably seems, right. You probably yeah, you know you probably and then uh, another theory of course is that in the world of the X Men, the the police back off because the X Men are handling this yeah. mutant or whatever the problem is at the time, the super thing going on. Because obviously it was a super thing going on. Yeah, uh, I think the reality is if you exist in that world as a normal person, you just kind of let them slug it out and, you know, yeah. wait for the, the dust to settle before you respond. There may have been um, cops around the perimeter helping pedestrians, like helping civilians get out of the way, but that's about all they're going to do. Yeah. As as you start to say pedestrians, I just imagine cops helping like an old lady walk <laughs> through the battle scene. Like, yes. guys, 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 can we make some space here? This woman needs to get to the other side. Oh, sorry. <laughs> so you're saying they they set up a perimeter and kept the people out of the streets? Yeah. And I then guess. They went they took them probably down into the subway. I'm conf- I don't know where you're going with this. He's going where he's going somewhere. I want to see where this goes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They probably kept a perimeter like all the way back to forty second street, you would say. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no, they didn't. Stop it. Cap now was not just... there. That, that's not how it happened. <laughs> Maybe Yancey Street, but not 40 seconds. Wow. Ah. What a, right. what a so... small Avengers reference. <laughs> what a buildup for such a small Avengers reference. <laughs> <laughs> I really thought we were gonna, that was going to be a home run no, with as man. much as much you that know preamble scene. you gave. That was the scene where Enver Gilkaj was there before right. he was... Um, before he was Sousa, and now they're in L.A., I bet. All right. And he's in L.A. Speaking now. Speaking of a different universe. So... Um, Somebody needs to stop him now. Speaking of a different Deadpool. universe that we're not talking about right now. We're not? Um, <laughs> I thought that's what this, we do. This movie has me excited about the X-Men universe probably for the first time. I mean, it maybe since, like, X-Men 1. <laughs> like... Uh, when I was younger, I, I, I haven't even even with Days of Future Past and First Class, they were good, but I still have not been fully on board with the whole X Men Fox universe or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, this movie has it just it broke new ground. It, it's got me almost as excited for this universe, maybe the R rated Fox universe, um, <laughs> that with yeah. Deadpool and possible a uh, possible X Force. Um, all of that, it's got me more excited, almost as excited as I am for the Marvel Cinematic Universe, which... And here, and this is a movie that um, we should be glad that uh, Disney doesn't have the rights to because it would, there was, there's oh, no yeah. way that they'd ever release a movie no. like this. And Deadpool no. needs to have a movie like this. And so having... Agreed. Yeah, I'm totally with you that um, if this is what Fox can do and the freedom that they can have with it that, that is not under the, the mouse umbrella then I'm okay with not getting Deadpool in an Avengers movie. I'm, I'm okay with there not being a, a crossover potential with that because this needs to be in its own, uh, needs to, we need to get a movie like this. And if, that, if that's at the, uh, the cost of never getting in the Avengers, never getting a, a uh, Captain America Deadpool crossover, <laughs> right. I, I can live with that. I I felt like watching this movie for the first time in a while watching a comic movie there's no moment in this movie I felt talked down to mm-hmm. uh, because even in the Marvel movies which I love uh, as as stated on my podcast constantly um, they are uh, they, they also have to wrangle in the children so mm-hmm. 
you often ha- you you never get an out of time story like this like the way it's told through flashbacks so extremely and yeah. uh the the constant uh, manipulation of time they don't do that in 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 movies where you have to get a kid to follow along with a plot you know and i love that kind of stuff mm-hmm. yeah if you think about it like taking out the flashbacks all of this movie happened over the course of like 2 days maybe yeah 2 or 3 yeah. days right I don't know yeah, how long it took him to grow his hand back. It doesn't take long. <laughs> Apparently overnight. His <laughs> baby hand moment was so perfect. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Right. Well, going before that, as soon as he hopped on one leg, I'm like, oh, one-legged man ass kicking contest. And then he said, I've never heard of the one-legged man ass kicking. I was like, oh. <laughs> I don't know if it's awesome that he said that or scary that I think like Deadpool. <laughs> yes. Uh, I, I, did it was any of you, and we'll start with uh, Chris because he hadn't got to speak up too much. Were you disappointed that the trailer showed most of that opening battle, or were you just as happy? I, I was just as happy because you yeah. get to see you get to see the whole the whole thing. Because yes, scene wise, you got to see like the action, but once you get in all the like the actual song that was in there and everything else and all the the little things that weren't in there, it's yeah, it, yeah. It, I was a hundred percent okay with it. Yeah, I me too. Uh, my brother-in-law was watching my kids while I went to this movie. So when he came in, I came in he's like, well, was the whole movie in the trailer? I was like, no, the trailer was pretty much the opening of the movie. Mm-hmm. So that's it. You know, yeah, they good. do a pretty good job of um, yeah. of not spoiling a lot of stuff that easily could get spoiled in this. Yeah, yeah, there's almost never a joke that doesn't at least have an extra stinger that wasn't in the trailer, like an extra little hook. Right. Um, uh, great. My, one of my favorite parts of that whole battle was, of course, they didn't quite get into the craziness of Deadpool with the multiple personalities and talking to himself, except in that fight, right? He's like, I've got 10 bullets. And he actually is taking the time to number the bullets, which I thought was hilarious. But when he gets pissed off at that one person, he shoots them four times like, good, good, good. No, bad Deadpool, bad Deadpool. <laughs> that was as close as they got, but I thought it was great. He's talking to himself and, and kind of getting a little loony there. It was he says, fun. bad Deadpool, bad Deadpool. Worth it. Worth it. Worth it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the little things. Man, they they right. did not fuck up anything here. Mm-hmm. They got every little aspect of him. Going jumping forward to the second cab ride. Was like, no, I never said that. Kill him. Kill you him. have to let love go. <laughs> Kidnap her. You know, right. and, and, uh, perfect. <laughs> and and the fact that everybody's hearing that megasonic teenage nuclear head. I'm not head, close. Yeah. I know I'm close to Negasonic, I think it Nega? is, right? Mm-hmm. With an N. With an N. Yeah. With an N. So, it's a hard yeah, name to just, remember just for say me. The in, just say N-word. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, that'll never cause any problems. <laughs> <laughs> she, she's sitting in the back seat during that scene, obviously going, are you not, looking at Klaus, are you not hearing this? He's crazy. Uh, it was, it was, the world around him was, was great. Uh, my wife's favorite joke in that whole opening sequence is right up Main Street where he took the bullet. <laughs> oh yeah, she lost it on that. She thought it was great. But what about? Let's go to the the hierarching aspect because you're right. The opening scene is is half the movie because they're doing the 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 flashbacks. I'm giggling like a schoolgirl during the opening credits. I am laughing hysterically through the battles, and then we go back to the love story, or and then it flashes back, and then we go back to the the lab, which we'll talk about. Were you guys on that as hard a roller coaster ride as I was with the the laughing and then the the deepness of it? No, I think so. Yeah, I mean it's <laughs> it's uh, again not something we've seen in a superhero film to this point. There's no real big love story going on, and 
Captain America or uh, uh, excuse me, Captain America, okay. Agent Carter. That's, well, that, Agent that's, Carter. That's, that was before you said Captain America. I was going to say, well, what about Captain America? I was going to say, okay, yeah, Captain, <laughs> Captain America had it less so in some of the other ones. What about you know, Tony Stark yeah, yeah, yeah. and his machines. <laughs> well, it's Tony true. Stark and Pepper Potts a little bit. This is the not the worst Gamora thing you've caught me Star doing. Lord, a little bit, right. but no, 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 nothing to this right. degree. This, this was the rom part of the rom com in this, right? Yeah, yeah. It was, and that that's what got to me is like, oh, it's Deadpool and he's taking one right up Main Street and he's decapitating people and he's talking crazy. And wait, there's Wade Wilson and he's actually falling in love and you're going through this crazy, almost Fight Clubish romance right of the holidays and the sex that they're doing and a great scene by the way side note of him just being there and she bites his ear and he's like and then she does what you know she's doing he's like nope just just nope <laughs> and i love i love i love my calendar girl playing the whole time oh right. so yes. good yep my, yeah. my, one of my favorite lines was happy lint and they're just <laughs> they're not doing reading. anything right they're reading the paper or whatever yeah. <laughs> That Women's Liberation Day or Women's uh, Empowerment Month. Right. When the, my favorite part of that was when she strapped on. <laughs> she yeah. cinched, it, cinched the strap down. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm glad yeah. that Deadpool, or sorry, that Wade said it for me when he was just like, nope. No, nope. no, I, I was, I was already there. <laughs> I don't know why I noticed it, but you know, the veins on his neck yeah. popped out like he was really straining. It's like, oh, mm. no. no, you can't, you can't strain like that, Wade. Just you gotta yeah. let it go. <laughs> Jeff speaks from experience. Hey, kids, you'll learn stuff from this movie, <laughs> like how to relax. <laughs> uh, but you know, I, I get torn, I get so drawn into the the almost seriousness of the moment that when you pop back and realize that everything's going crazy, you almost don't want to laugh again. I mean, they fix that very quickly, but it's like wow, you know, it, it, to me, it was such a great, it was an actual story. Oh man, yeah. oh, yeah. life is legitimately fucked because of all of this. Yeah. I want yeah. him to get it back. Yeah. For sure. I, I, I was really, really invested, for sure, Charles. I was totally invested in this uh in, in the storyline, the love story. Um it was just great. It was really, really wonderful. Ibit, <laughs> mm -hmm. what do you think? Oh, absolutely. Uh, you know, all all sides of it. The action was you know, better than the typical like uh, uh born identity style all right, just get this fight over with. We know who's going to win kind of thing. Mm -hmm. It had it had uh quirks to it. It had, you know, stuff you weren't you weren't expecting. Um love story is fine, side characters were great. It's just really it was a complete it felt like a complete package, which um maybe not since uh Winter Soldier or um mm. the second Iron Man film. Uh, you know, I've loved all the MCU stuff, but this this has felt really really good. I would have to say this was deeper than Thor Dark World, you know, or oh, any yeah. of those analysis. Yeah. They tried, but this was, and I'm in the moment, I'm like, don't do this to me, Deb. I just came to laugh and enjoy myself. And now I'm like, you're dying and stop. <laughs> Why I am care. I feeling the feels? Yeah. <laughs> this is not right. supposed to make me feel feelings. Yeah. Uh, the whole, the whole blowjob shot where he starts to fight. And I was like, where is he going with this? And you see the Deadpool on the wall, and he was trying to get this guy killed. You know, that, that bar, all the scenes in the bar were great, I thought. Um, going to, you knew, you knew what was coming with the cancer. 
you knew what was coming with the recruitment. Uh, the, mm -hmm. the one-liners. Uh, and, Paul, I'm trying to feel out where you fell asleep at. Did you see him getting recruited in the bar by the pedophile guy? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so those one-liners were great. Uh, you well, know at some point. Guy. That was the guy that was in, um, he was in Galaxy Quest. Galaxy Quest. Yep. Yeah, uh, he was. Him from All I recognize Quest, him right? from. <laughs> he was also in The Ringer, oddly enough. He was Glenn. Oh, yeah, he was. I love the ringer. That's a crazy movie. But holy uh, crap, you just you made my brain explode. <laughs> I, just, I just watched Galaxy Quest like two, three weeks ago, and I'm, like right after Alan Rickman passed, and I'm like, holy shit, you're right. <laughs> but I haven't seen him in like anything else. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Uh, but the, the best joke was he didn't call him a pedophile. It's like, oh, just so you know, we're we're within 500 yards of the school, so you might want to. Move along. <laughs> uh, it just that because Deadpool doesn't do implied very much, so the implied right. joke was was it stood out to me. Uh, so he gets recruited. Of course, he goes into the the factory, and who wants to volunteer to fill in this part? Nobody. All right, I will fill <laughs> Sounds in. Sounds like you. You're so good. I just I want to so, let you keep going. Yeah, exactly. I'm gonna let you finish. <laughs> very, very. <laughs> Very quickly, you know, it goes sideways, right? He's getting tied down to the table and he's making his one-liners. But uh, what what was the one that ended up in the film? Because I know I've heard uh, less steroided out Jose Canseco. Less heard, angry Rosie O'Donnell. Uh, that's right. the one that made it. Right. Yeah. yeah. Which yeah. is great. Because another one that was in the trailers that I loved was uh, uh, More Scary Spice or Scarier Spice, <laughs> whatever you call her. <laughs> Uh, apparently, I read an article about the jokes that didn't make it. It's an official article interview with the, the directors of the film, or the director and the writers of the film, that he went, shut up. He went, he, he, they, of course, they go through so many different one-liners and takes, but apparently, at some point, he made some reference to China, the former wrestling star, and that actually hurt uh, the actress's feelings because she's an MAA fighter. So they were like, oh, no, 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 we'll take that one out. That's fine. <laughs> um, but she actually took that one hard apparently it's like well that sucks i mean it does suck because obviously they're not trying to be mean they're just being funny uh ajax how much did you francis. love how quickly he got to that joke yeah francis mm -hmm. that, yeah that was pretty great he got his name from a soap bottle <laughs> <laughs> right uh which is, is and a very different character in in visual style than the comics you know the the ajax in the comics is more of the you know the giant uh bodysuit armor suit uh wearing thing but i kind of like this whole you know carrying a couple axes and and mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. ripping shit up I, I totally dig this this version of a uh, ajax a lot more now in the comics is ajax's powers is it the same as here where he doesn't feel any pain yes but he's he, he doesn't feel pain but he's also like super strong too Right. Well, obviously he was super strong. Yeah. He didn't mention that, but he mentioned that he, how he doesn't feel pain. And he, I want to. I can't remember what his costume is, and if some of that translates into just skin. Like I can't remember if it's all costume or if it's some like some of it translates into like his skin too. But I know there's more metal to it too. So, I, I saw this amazing article about him because uh, one of the criticisms that's been levied at the film is how long it takes Deadpool to find him, and. The, the thing, this whole epiphany kind of came out of this point that somebody made. They're like, they think the problem is that he keeps looking for this guy named Francis. 
Mm-hmm. The whole film. They don't yes. know him as Francis. Everybody knows him as Ajax. <laughs> right. Right. So he just keeps asking for the he because he's got Tell the guy's secret identity yep. and nobody knows it. Holy crap! So, I didn't even put that together. Yeah. So like that's why he's going through all these goons and like you know these horrible executions and torture scenes and everything. And it's like yeah, nobody knows who you're talking about, man. Yeah, about halfway through it, I was just like, dude, they don't know him as Francis. Like, they know right. Ajax. Ask for Ajax. Yeah. You'll get a lot more out of him if you ask mm-hmm. for Ajax. Come on. Yeah. I, that, you, wow. That's awesome. I didn't even think about that. That's really funny. Uh, so the most important part that you missed there, Klotz, was the deep darkness. I mean, this is where you really get that pinnacle of how fucked he is. and Because Ajax is doing this mind game on him the whole time. And, and especially when he found out his name was Francis. Yeah. Then it got dark and worse with the torture and and mm. uh, the jokes didn't even quite make you laugh at that point. You realize he's kind of just doing oh, what he suffocation does. Suffocation chamber. Yeah. Oh my right. god. Yeah. Uh, that that, yeah. that tor- all the torture just really puts you in the in the in the seat of being with him. I, yeah. I have a theory about like what really makes you care about a character. And if you see a character you you like them so much because they're funny and they're interesting to watch and fun and then you put them through that shit, mm-hmm. it like is way more powerful. Uh, it's something Joss Whedon does a lot. He'll have the most like campy, uh, silly character that you just enjoy because they're the the funny one. And then they're the one he's going to put through the worst shit later seasons. You know, like kill them. Yeah, or or, mm-hmm. or just kill them. Um, and I think like that's why it's so effective. It's because you've been watching them for seasons. You want them to be that funny guy, and then they're not able to because they're going mm-hmm. through such hard things. And I think that worked really well here. Um, seeing, I mean, when he finally does seem to give up, and he never really does, but he but right. when he seems to give up and his eyes just kind of go cold and they close him back in the chamber for another weekend, it's mm. just a uh, man. Dude, that moment. Okay, he's this tough guy the whole time, mouthing off, doesn't give a crap. Love the running joke of seriously, you got something in your teeth. You know, and then he said, Made you look. <laughs> uh but when they go have a good weekend, and all of a sudden he goes, Wait, what? Weekend? And he got so serious. So I was like, I, my heart dropped. I mean, what can mm-hmm. I say? It just, it like hurt to watch that and to see that response. And then mm-hmm. to see him doing the gasping thing for a little bit before they cut away. It's like, please, thank you. I can't watch that anymore. This is not Schindler's List. Turn it off. Oh, gosh. Um, it was, it was that, that, but that emotional depth there. I was like, oh, this is too hard to watch. I don't want to see it. Um, and as soon as he headbutted Angel, you know, when they opened up the thing and he's mouthing off again, I noticed instantly her matchstick was gone. And you know that Deadpool had to have it. Of course, they very quickly went to it. And I right. thought they were going to make some fourth wall joke because he spits it out of his mouth and catches it instantly. And I figured they'd do a very quick fourth wall Deadpool. What do you want? And then, but they didn't. They just kind of played it that way. And I thought it was okay. Um, and then, of course, he blows up the lab, not knowing that he can't die. <laughs> he just like, screw this. Um, what about, I thought they were going to set up the guy in the other table. That had a, like a little metal thing on his nose. Mm-hmm. I thought they were going to set him up to be Bob Hydra Bob. They, oh, did. I they can't do Hydra. Not Hydra Bob, but that is Bob. Yeah, because so that, that was him in the suit later. Yes, so, yeah, okay. you see at the end of the movie. It's a little <clears> they hard can't make it from Hydra Bob, obviously. No, because yeah. of, uh, oh, was it the same character from it's the same from, character? Yeah. I, well, I realize that Bob and Hydra Bob are, but oh. uh, was it the same character that he was being tortured with at the end of the movie? I didn't catch that. No. Yeah, I, the one I thought they were. Uh, 
from his military experience when he was special forces. That's where yeah, I thought it was. Yeah, he, oh, says, no, I thought it was... he says we haven't seen each other since Jacksonville, which is yeah. when yeah. he was still special forces. Oh, okay. I, I took that to be actual Bob that he saw earlier in the film. So maybe... I, don't, I don't think that guy's name was Bob. I think it was something else. I, I'm not uh, totally sure, though. <coughs> I, I think that Bob was Hydra Bob, and he hadn't seen him since his special forces day. I must have been asleep. <laughs> <laughs> So, great fight scene. Mm-hmm. And going into it, I had my niece who's of age. She's like 18, 19, somewhere there. I was going to say, she, how old is this niece that you took yeah. to see Deadpool? When he said of age, I was like, whoa, what? Hold <laughs> up. She, I didn't take her to go see it. She went on her own. So, I'm just saying she was old enough to make that decision. She texted me <laughs> that, oh, Ryan Reynolds goes frontal. It's awesome. I'm like, okay. You know what? I, I'm not. I've seen all of Oz, darling. I am good. I am not afraid of a penis. It's okay. So don't don't even cut that out and play with it. <laughs> and that's why Christmas was there. Now you're gonna. It's gonna get worse for you. Okay. So it's gonna make you learn things about yourself. <laughs> I was, of course, I teased my wife. My wife seems like she, she. My wife leaves to go to the bathroom. She's like, "Well, if you see his his penis, take a picture of it." And she came <laughs> came back. You know, right? Well, we're watching the fight scene where you finally actually do. And it's really just a silhouette. And I, I I'm gonna go ahead because I'm confident in my manhood, and I'm confident in my my love of my wife. I was a little disappointed. I actually expected a forgetting Sarah Marshall type scene where it's like, oh, hey, there's a dick. All right. <laughs> well, you know, this isn't a very arousing sight, uh, fight for him. So you got to give him kind of the uh, the George what, Costanza yeah. shrinkage excuse. Was, yeah, yeah. What's weird? But everything in, was on fire. So it wasn't right. that cold. <laughs> it was true. really yeah. badly scarred up. I think, I think fire is worse. Oh, no, I thought than... he was perfectly. I, I think, you know, Ryan Reynolds has, he can be proud of himself. What I'm saying is, it was this hidden. Shut up! It was this hidden thing. It's almost to that point of sexism in movies, right? Later on, we see all women, na- you know, in that strip club. Yeah. They're all naked, all the way down. But they're still. Oh, we can't show you a penis in America because you'll freak out. So we're gonna kind of hide it in the shadow. I don't know. They also don't tend to show main characters, even if if a, if a care if a female character is supposed to be somewhat respectable, they still right. don't show them nude. Like even Marina Bachran in this movie, uh, they show her that. One uh, right, very nice shot where she is yeah. fully nude, but she is covered. Yeah. Every 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 uh, naughty part is covered, um, and but then yeah, they later it's just like oh these random characters yeah they're just strippers. <laughs> we'll just show <laughs> we them. It's care. fine. They disappointed their dads. Whether we care. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, of course, great fight scene and great loss honestly i was like how are they going to work this because i want him to win he needs to get away he needs to do something and we want francis to to get his ass handed to him but he just got his powers he didn't even know what they are and he he lost the fight but in a way that you know that things are going to be okay and i thought it was i thought it was handled very well uh do you think he killed everybody else in that with the explosion basically killed everybody else except francis angel dustin himself yeah, certainly seemed like it, right? There's, you don't yeah. see a lot of people, uh, anybody else kind of climbing out of the rubble of that building. And uh, and just from when you see Deadpool kind of uh, clawing his way out of the, the, the grave, so to speak, out of the rubble. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And oh, you look at what <laughs> the devastation. Yeah, I don't think. That's, that's another thing about that character that we were talking about wasn't Hydra Bob. He was watching Wade just kind of 
slumped down onto the rebar through his chest. And I was like, you got to get up, man. This guy is going to, you got to get up. Mm -hmm. He's going to die too. There's this fire. So it's just implied that that guy died in that, in that building fire. Was that not the thickest piece of rebar you've ever seen (laughs) in existence? Lord, what was that holding up? (laughs) <laughs> that the support right. column itself <laughs> it was that what that was ryan reynolds manhood right there <laughs> yeah, <it was> good. <laughs> <laughs> now did anybody because i i definitely didn't i was honestly so engrossed in the film i didn't think to look to the peripheral but when they're rolling him through the hall and they're rolling him past all the different things other than the one guy that had some dialogue that had some kind of metal you know, Biore strip on his nose or whatever the hell it was. Did you recognize any possible Mira. characters from the comics? Mira. Mira. The chick that had all the bones coming out of her back and stuff. I'm, I'm pretty sure that was Mira. Mm, right, Mero, yeah. Right. The, okay. Uh, See, I don't I don't know it that well. I didn't she's, recognize uh, anybody. Late nineties X Men uh X Men okay. that can throw bones, uh the the, the like yeah, spikes that come out of her. It's a bone thrower. <laughs> she the leader of the Molochs. Her dad is really she's, proud. She's the Phil McCall's McFall's the bone catcher. Is that that? Oh, <laughs> you're fire, Chris. Uh, <laughs> uh, so yeah, obviously I did see. I would have just called her Spiker because I was not familiar with the character. So I'm glad I asked that you guys said, "Oh yeah, that's an actual character over there." So we leave the factory, as I believe is what they called it, and. Then essentially he starts telling the story of the year of how he hunted down Francis to get to where he was. Mm-hmm. Uh, two best scenes in that whole thing for me, and I want to hear your responses, of course, is when he's beating up the little Asian girl, right? And he's like, I thought I couldn't tell if he's serious or funny at first, but he's apparently serious. Like, oh my God, did that hurt? I'm so sorry. Are you okay? And then the girl jumps on his back and he freaks out and he throws her. He goes, oh, you fucking spider monkey. And then he pulls his pistol and he's still doing his monologue about hitting girls and he just shoots her in the head without looking and walks mm-hmm. away. I'm like, you're so beautiful. Did he shoot her? I didn't see him shoot her. Oh, he, he shot her. Because he's like, oh, do you hit a girl? Do you not hit a girl? Bam. Which way know. is worse? I heard, him, I heard him say all that. Which yeah. Yeah. Right. And in the middle of that speech, as he said, is it sexist to hit her? He pulls the trigger and kills her and just keeps on asking the question. Wow. I didn't see him pull the trigger. Oh, man. Yeah. He kills everybody. Okay. That's number one spoiler rule for this thing. He kills everybody. He lives, other than Bob, he leaves no one alive. (laughs) He still, like, knocked the shit out of Bob. Oh, yeah. Totally. But that's true to the comics, too. Yeah. I mean, poor Bob. I mean, Talk about the worst role in comics ever. Your role is to have a few jokes by Deadpool, be his friend, and then get killed, beat up, or otherwise maimed every time you show up. And then you come back because he knows it's a comic. He knows you'll come back, so he treats you horribly. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's great. Uh, so so oh, then the other scene is when he's sitting on top of the crates, uh, uh, the pallet or whatever stuff, and recruiter guy comes through, right? And he, turn, he starts talking to him. He looks up and... But, oh, he gets rid of the goons. Yep. Yeah, the goon. Goon, let's call him number one. It's the one that when the shot's towards Deadpool, you'll see him on the left. Did you notice how he died? Um, I, he I, gets stabbed with the sword, right? He jumps down, he right? stabs him with the sword, turns around, I think he shoots or does something to the other guy, and then he pulls the sword out. But he doesn't just pull the sword out. He splits him from the clavicle or wherever he stabbed him up towards the head, down through his asshole. And the guy just kind of splits in half. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. man. 
Yeah, I was like, I, 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 it jumped out at me. It's like, oh my god, that was all. That's my wife. She's like, no, I didn't see that. I'm like, ah, oh. you're looking at him chasing the. He's about to chase the recruiter guy. Right. Right. <laughs> so, Glenn, I, we can call him Glenn. I, don't know. I didn't realize how gory this movie was gonna be until the guy hit the sign mm. going like eighty miles an hour and just yeah. splattered into like just gore, just straight gore. Yeah. Dripping off bones. I was like, oh, yeah. my gosh. They have that moment in the trailer, but it just looks like a guy falling. It doesn't look he doesn't look splattered right. at all. And then in the in the movie, when he does that fall off the sign, <laughs> it's just like a mess puddle of a man. Like, yeah. it's like oh, gross. But he was already there. Uh, yes. Oh, it was great. Oh. He was already there when I got here. <laughs> <laughs> no one got hurt. So. Uh, what I like about that montage, yeah. though, is that we we address something in a comic book movie that we haven't seen or really addressed since like the first Spider-Man is them the the hero making their costume, developing it, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. developing it over time. Mm-hmm. And we even get a nod to the white Deadpool costume yes. at the very yeah. beginning, which is great. Uh, Lot so many so many treats for the fans in this thing, the- and of course Iron Man. <laughs> okay. and we we still get uh uh there's this particular animated style of deadpool that shows up a lot and he used it of course he used it on one of his drawings you see it mm-hmm. on the board as he's developing his costumes or somewhere right. on the table i like that they kept sprinkling in little things like that as well uh, i love that his prize they tried to make you think his prize possession was the horrible deadpool doll from the x-men origins movie <laughs> and then it's right wham this yeah. one's where they earned their exclamation point. <laughs> That's so awesome. Oh, and him, him in the in the in the credits, him being the sexy sax man. Did you do you guys know yeah. that uh, video that goes around the internet? I don't know. The guy who walks into the shopping mall is playing the careless <laughs> yeah. whisper bit from yes. from Wham. Yeah. Oh yeah, so this good. This guy doesn't like George Michael. <laughs> That's right. Small security pulling him away. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, lots of lots of great bits. Uh, he he gets back to the bridge. What did you guys think about him and Colossus's interaction? It was my favorite moment of the movie. Honestly, uh, from that point to the point where he falls in the truck was my favorite. Mm-hmm. little bit of the movie i really loved uh him breaking all of his bones him cutting <laughs> off his own hand all of that was so good money shot and like, this is oh. only going to get worse for you right kicking <laughs> yeah and then the leg breaks and yeah oh. and i think out of, out of that whole scene i think my favorite part and is the the throwback to warner brother cartoons and the quadruple take yes <laughs> to see the the spot where ajax used to be yes because, <laughs> hey hey old guy Look, <laughs> yeah, that was that was really good. One that of the better was... lines, though, in the whole thing, he gets a Negasonic's face, and he's like, "You're moody, da, da, da. What are you gonna do? Brood there, angrily at me, or say something mean?" And she goes, "You kind of got me in a box, man." <laughs> and he's like, "Ah, yes." <laughs> Their relationship is great throughout this whole film. Yeah, it, I like. It's... I like that. There's kind of a staggering. Like you've got. Uh, or as far as the staggering of who can understand that there is a fourth wall to break. Like Colossus doesn't acknowledge it at all. He right. never acknowledges Deadpool breaking the fourth wall. Negasonic Teenage Warhead is kind of there. She's like, what's, who is he talking to? Like, it's yeah. weird that he's just talking to somebody else. And then Deadpool's like, no, I'm talking to them. 
those guys. Yes. It's like talking about us. And there's like, uh, Colossus just lets it happen. He just lets him break all of his bones. He just lets him cut his arm off. He's just like, whatever. He's going to do what he's going to do. And the Negasonic's like, what? How? That's gross. That's, <laughs> wow. I guess yeah. just a Colossus being a little used to his shenanigans. Yeah, yeah. And Negasonic's fair. first time, she's like, what is happening here? And you get like you get the throwback or you get the the whole story kind of where he's just like, I've offered him position on team several times. I give you another chance. Like I wanna see all of those tales. Like what was Deadpool doing then? That's the montage that should have been in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, like, where's Francis? And then oh. Colossus shows up. Hey, we got a team you need to be on. No, I don't want to be on that team. Kill person. Where's Francis? We have team. Oh, yes. That would have been, that would have been fun. Uh, <laughs> that would have been so much fun. Because I was thinking even a credits uh, sequence of just the different times that Colossus has approached him. And he's coming down. <laughs> that would have been great. Uh, so, yeah, he ends up in the truck. Uh we see the different things that he does. I love he ends up at one point in the laundromat uh, doing his laundry, and the, the blind lady's over there calls him an idiot. Uh, forget what she tells him about the blood stains, but he uses that later, of course, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, then just, man, the, the progression. Okay, now we're caught up, right? We're caught up with Deadpool. He goes to see Weasel, and Captain Deadpool cracked me up. <laughs> I thought <laughs> that was awesome. The right. music that came with the montage after that, they call him Captain Deadpool in the song. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, this yeah. is the, uh, yeah, it sounds like something recorded specifically for the film, or definitely was. Probably. Yeah, I imagine. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they're doing about, it's, if you really, because you don't, just like the credits, opening credits, I tuned out the music to follow what he was doing with the the white uniform and the pictures on the wall but then it, something caught me and they're describing i don't know if they're describing the whole thing that he's doing but i caught captain deadpool and the other thing is boom i shot you in the face and you know stuff like that it was like oh again another layer to the the humor that was great it's so a very self-aware film yeah it's so great so clots where did you pick back up uh most like all of the third act i mean like, when i say that i slept through the second act i was in and out um I unfortunately have this issue where, like, when I'm exhausted like that, I can't control it. So I just, like, pass out and wake back sure. up. Pass out, wake mm-hmm. back up. It's called being tired because um, you worked. <laughs> right. Well, yeah, no, but I mean, like, like some people can, like, just grit their teeth and get through it. And I cannot. No, I literally have no control. Um, so I, like, I saw some of the stuff in the factory with the, you know, the procedures and everything and the fire and all that stuff. And then basically once they get to the... Um, the aircraft carrier, whatever the hell you want to call it, there. Oh, that's a helicarrier. Yeah. Is it a helicarrier? <laughs> yeah, we're gonna talk about that. Yeah, it's. Uh, they well, never it's, acknowledged. It was it. intended initially, like the early uh, um, production drawings were of a helicarrier, like one of the fallen, destroyed helicarriers. Presumably, maybe even from uh, when Hydra took over, but it never, never explained okay. that far. But yeah, yeah. From that point further, I saw everything. <laughs> That's cool. Uh, sorry, that didn't mean to be sarcastic. It just was. Uh, <clears throat> so let's jump to the the final fight scene. There, you get a lot of great building up, hunting the people down. You, the reason they go to strip club is because his his ex girlfriend, I guess you'd call her, is the love of his life is working there, and he has to go protect her because he knows Francis is coming after her now. Mm-hmm. And 
Uh, great scene, by the way, because boobs. That's why. I just was like, thank you. Just thank you. Moving on. And then, wasn't it a little creepy? I don't know. It's a little weird to me to see Stan Lee being the DJ. Not that he was a yeah. DJ, but that, that's where his cameo was. Like, hey, right. boobs. Oh, there's my dad. No. It just goes so perfectly with the rest of the film, though. It does. Like they're, they're breaking every other Marvel rule. Yeah. And saying, all right, we've got Stan Lee in here, but we're going to make him the DJ of a strip club. <laughs> you know? And I he will like he was having so much fun with that. I can only imagine. Oh, totally. He does his lines like, no, no, I want to do that again. Give me another take. Stan, yeah. it's been 20 takes, man. We're The girls are cold we need to put them away that's why i want to do another one <laughs> excelsior so, uh, although great cheesy line great line your crazy matches my crazy we're like the curvy bits of the jigsaw puzzle thought that was amazing mm-hmm. little weak in the in the alley where you know it's gonna be francis and she walks mm-hmm. out there and of course i think everybody hopes it's gonna be wade at that point uh deadpool wade you know mm-hmm. Course, but yeah. she's like, oh, I knew it. She was like, no, no, don't say that. You're killing me because you're stronger than that. Resist. Uh, but, it, it, of course, it went the way you thought it was going to go. So we come up to the – the. as soon as I saw it, I was like, that, that that's a helicarrier. I mean, I know it's not the helicarrier because this is a different universe, and they had to model it, but that's a helicarrier. Oh, yeah. And my yeah. wife like, no, that was just some ship. Like, ships don't have fucking helijets on the side of them, baby. That's a helicarrier. And the, um, um, the the call tag on it, like the, the number sequence on it, was very similar to how the Helicarrier is in uh, in the MCU. I, see, I, didn't, I was kind of looking for it. I didn't see the call tag. I don't remember what the number was, but you can see it pretty pretty clearly when mm. they're walking up to it. And like, even though they did use this in the trailer, when they're walking up to it, I totally forgot about him forgetting the bag in the car. So they're great. <laughs> so they get out of the car, the slow motion walks, it's going to give it to you. And then she's like, hey, where's your bag? Son of a... <laughs> I guess we're going to do this the old-fashioned way. Then he gets... Wait, wait, wait. He gets... The cab gets in the wreck trying to answer the car, gets T-boat, then you hear... Ah! Ah! From the guy in the trunk. <laughs> I just... <laughs> I lost it so much. She's like... All right, well, there's all right, cue the music, and they go right back into it, and it's great. And of course, you see Colossus getting knocked across the yard, and and the whole no, go ahead, and hashtag that, we'll wait on you, and that happens, which is the first time you really see your power, which is cool, and uh, then all hell breaks loose as you expect. Klaus, what was your favorite part of that battle? Mm, why are you calling me out? I don't know. <laughs> all right, Chris Wisdom, what was you? I want somebody else to tell me their favorite part of that battle. Um, if it, I just like, I like seeing, I, I like seeing the different uses of Negasonic's powers, like right. the vertical using for the jump and everything. I just, I just like the, the different ways she was using her. Super jump. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, I love uh, Colossus's uh, uh, boob fear. His nudity aversion. He is exactly. Oh, you must cover yourself up. Yeah. Oh, I know. Oh, you're so nice. Oh. She's probably the only one that could actually make his testicles hurt by kicking them. <laughs> right. <laughs> Daddy? Uh, oh. <laughs> uh, uh, of course, Bob, you know, seeing Bob, see, they, they did, I was like, oh, that's so awesome. And, and of course, clickbait headlines now are like, oh, they might get in trouble for this one character. It's like, no, it's a Bob. They didn't call him Hydra Bob. And right. come on, he kind of goes with Deadpool. He's not part of Hydra. You can't touch him. That's all I'm saying. 
I like that he spelled his name out and told him he was going to spell his name out for him. <laughs> What's my name? Dead bodies? bodies. Yeah. Right. Uh, oh, I love the speech. You're really getting paid by that ass hat. Put down your guns and I'll treat you with almost lover-like tender gentleness. It's <laughs> like, all right. When she does that, uh, she calls to him, right? She has the, she's underneath the big piece of rubble and she's like, hey, get on. And he does, and she does the explosion, and he goes, "Wee!" <laughs> <laughs> that cracked me up so hard. And I'm gonna jump a little bit here because he he hits right that the stuff takes out the guys. You know, the rubble hits the guys. He's on the side of the helicarrier. And after I settle down from my ecstatic laughter, you something you need to know about me is certain noises just crack me up, and the fact that he's throwing in the little noises it makes me laugh so hard. It's just stuff like that. And as he's coming up on the healthcare, it's like the only thing missing from this film is retching. It's like when you get that breath knocked out of you or throwing up. That sound makes me laugh no matter when it happens, unless, of course, it happens to me. And even then, sometimes when I'm throwing up, I laugh at myself. It's funny. I said, there's not that that's missing. And then at the end, when he does the most glorious thing, fucking Colossus going on two or three or four moments in life. Blam! Just shoots right. him in the middle of it. I was, and, I was honestly <laughs> expecting it to happen sooner. <laughs> I was just like, "Come on, shoot it!" Shoot. But yes, it Colossus. Oh, I'm like, this movie is complete. Yeah, got the vomiting in. My checklist is done. All hell, King. <laughs> and he Deadpool. vomits what looks like mercury, which is yes. brilliant. <laughs> even his, yeah. even his uh, puke is organic metal. Uh, I just, I, I, I was. I was done. This was the perfect film at that moment. You got all the notes I needed you to get. Checked all your boxes. Checked all my mm -hmm. boxes. And then there was still film to be had. So uh, going back to the fight, that was a good fight scene between him, between Deadpool and Francis. Mm -hmm. And throwing, uh, I cannot remember the girl's name, not the actress, but the character's name of the, the girlfriend, the love of his life. Vanessa, thank you. Yeah, throwing her into the the same oh uh, my God. choke chamber that he was in, and and actually then using it as the mm. way for her to survive the yeah. uh, the crash of the not uh, not helicarrier. Yeah, <laughs> I'm the, not so sure. Marvel that don't that sue us helicarrier. Yeah, but, I don't I don't know exactly how that helped her survive. Like, it, I I well, understand it the, helped her from getting crushed, but she still would have splatted pretty hard on that landing. Yeah. Right? Yeah, she's gonna she bounces around in there just the same as she would if she were outside it. I guess it's just the the prevention of getting crushed. Uh, uh, it's an That's easy way out. It's a comic book. It's the easy way out to save the when, girl, right? When he did it, sure. I thought he was going to use the wheels to like ride the rubble down, which would have mm -hmm. seemed real Deadpool to me. But instead, mm -hmm. she just falls off the thing and somehow doesn't die. I don't know. That yeah. was a weak. He, he flings a little her weak to me. <laughs> I, it, he kind of throws her farther than the normal rubble would have gone, where like most of the rubble would have gone a little bit farther away from it, I guess. Because he's all, right. all like mm -hmm. maximum effort. <laughs> oh he said time to make the chimichangas and yeah, it's time i you to know make the chimichangas i was like you got it in the movie again checkbox done right you got it uh <laughs> but if, if you guys can watch one of the next movie? star trek next generation movies and you can take that the fucking enterprise lands face first on a planet and everybody walks away then this can happen too fuck you that's what about what about internal dampeners and um, other techno babble that allows it to happen? <laughs> right, exactly. 
<laughs> Dilithium inertial shock dampeners. absorbers. Inertial dampeners. Inertial that's what dampeners. Called. That's it. Because yeah. <laughs> because Deadpool. That's why. That's my answer. But I love how smart most of this stuff was because. As soon as he goes to, you know he's going to put her in, Vanessa in the chamber. But Deadpool has so many swords and knives, he can just throw something. Three seconds later, he fucking throws something. And I was like, thank you. Thank you for not being a standard superhero moving on. Why wouldn't you do this practical thing that will work? They did it, and it worked. And I, I just, and then I was the only one standing and applauding. It was weird, but it was cool. <laughs> uh Another line is skipped over. I want to throw it back to you guys. Okay, so he's getting all the guns, right? All the guns together. And there's so many lines. Everybody can talk about their favorite line from that whole scene of getting the guns together. When he tells his roommate, who's blind. Blind Al. <laughs> blind Al, yeah. <laughs> there's, what, 1.5 kilos of cocaine buried somewhere in this apartment next to the cure for blindness. Good luck. <laughs> I was like, you're right. such a dick. I love it. Uh, what what about the, do you, anybody want to talk about those scenes before we get into the final parts of the movie why was he letting her build Ikea furniture <laughs> right. Right. she can't see the instructions but she wasn't supposed to he said he makes a comment like when it collapses he goes that's why you do I forget she does something or he lives in rent free because I have hands and eyes yeah, yeah. But oh. it's just it's just like the Roomba, the, his Roomba. Thank you. That was his, right? That yeah. Was, yeah. His. <laughs> he did that just for the fun of tripping blind out. Yeah. <laughs> I so uh, thought we... he was gonna fling the door open and hit her. <laughs> I was expecting that so bad. Yeah. <laughs> the the baby is is that an oddly baby shaped head? As he's caressing her face with it, which is weird. <laughs> it's like yes, and and it's you need to leave now because it's gonna be huge. Go 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 go. I was like, oh my god, Ryan Reynolds is the man. He's just so funny. That that first interaction when he walks in and she's like, he's talking about how bad his day is, and, and she said, uh, the, the fortunate thing about being blind is I don't have to look at your ugly face. <laughs> and he said something about putting his Crocs. Or she said something about putting his seeing you in those Crocs. And he said, you know, you mean my masturbating? Shoes? And she said, that's the downside of being blind. Is I can hear everything that happens with his two eyes. Ah, it was it was gloriously wonderfully dirty. <laughs> <laughs> for sure but and leslie uggams like somebody i haven't heard that name since the 70s and match game and you know <laughs> stuff like that but seeing her in this thing hilarious <laughs> yeah i'm old no <laughs> <laughs> you be old again uh so they, he fights francis just the brutality and the pure pure unbridled rage of that fight was really good and mm -hmm. I thought it was choreographed well, and it, it was done well. And then they did the most beautifulest thing that could never could have asked for in the world: stab Deadpool in the head, and played mm. with that joke for a minute. Mm -hmm. That right, was and funny. having the having his vision get all hazy, and and, and the little cartoon characters jumping around. <laughs> <in the head. laughs> right, yes, the little humping unicorn. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, forgot about that. Now, honestly, when I saw that after you know, after I processed, laughed, loved it, and moved on. Later on, as I'm thinking about that scene, I'm going, Klotz is going to tear that apart. Nope, because those totally look CGI. <laughs> no, not because. <laughs> no, I just kind of figured you'd hate it. So you you actually thought it was cool with the the little cartoon characters and the music and absolutely. Uh, I, I, I prefer. Why would you think you'd tear that characters? apart? I just kind—I of, just kind of heard class going. Oh, that, you know, that was a week. I don't know. I—I I just kind of thought with a good point. I mean, I thought you have a good point, but I thought you'd kind of be mad. I don't know. Why. 
You don't know him like you think you do. (laughs) (laughs) I love the blurry scenes where, of course, he's doing like high and kissy faces and she's going, asshole. Yes. (laughs) Uh, I I will call this out. One of my favorite parts of the whole movie is the one-upmanship and their relationship about how bad their childhoods were. Mm, Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And like that just like that cracked me up. And like at the end there where it's like, oh, so you had a home? And I was just like, oh my God, this is just so amazing. Yeah. I live in a crack um, house with twelve other people. <laughs> we <laughs> exactly. All, we all spoon together for warmth. We fight for Big Marge. Noel. It was Noel. Noel. We fight over Noel. She's the fattest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I fucking love that stuff. It was so great. So yeah, no, that that was a big uh big win for me there. Yeah. Uh, the fact that she cut her hands on the sword, you're prying it forward. That little things like that got me too. Mm-hmm. This, and follow me here. This movie has ruined me for Arrow forever because right after I saw the movie, like two or three days later, I saw an episode of Arrow where, uh, if you haven't seen, it, I'm not gonna ruin it, but a whole lot of sword fighting basically goes on and people are dying. And I'm like, those swords are clean. Those swords are fucking spotless, and there's no blood on you anywhere. Damn it, Deadpool, you've ruined everything. I can't believe that's what tipped the scales for Arrow for you. (laughs) (laughs) I watch Arrow. I like it okay, but there's so many things wrong all the time, especially with the fighting. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Without diverging too much here, uh, the choreography for Arrow has gone tremendously downhill. Um, It's painful. And that's what I loved about Deadpool is that that didn't happen. The mm-hmm. choreography was oh, yeah. was fun, but never like just super cheese, gratuitous, but bad gratuitous. You know what yeah. I mean? It was always like gratuitous because it's funny to be this way. Yeah, it, that was awesome. Even the CG stuff was like, all right, I don't care. It's Deadpool. Yeah, like, you it, know, it's fine. I never even noticed the stretchy thing that one of you guys mentioned earlier. I, I Spider-Man, I'll get lost in the CGI. It'll take me out of the film going, ah, that's not right. I mean, the physics are just off. Only one singular moment did that, and it's only very brief, and I get, got past it very quickly. But when Angel Dust was charging, or uh, she had Colossus around his waist, and he's punching her, the punches were very weak. And I, and that brief moment just threw me off with the CGI, but that was it. You know, The rest of the battles where you know they're CGI, I still was just so into it that I never, never mm-hmm. lost track that it was somebody fighting, even well, though when it was They wasn't. were weak because he didn't want to hurt a girl. <laughs> well, maybe, maybe that's the case, too. Maybe that's the case, too. Because the so, whole time, I'm just like, come on, Colossus. You should not be taking this much bullshit from her. Like, yeah. you should be able to stomp her into the dust. And then yeah. I was like, oh, wait. Yeah, yeah. It's like, she's not juggernaut. You should be able to just crush her. <laughs> but then it's a girl, so he's not going to do that. Maybe you're correct. Maybe maybe that's exactly how it played. Uh, you get you get to the end, and you know what's coming, right? You know that this is the chance for them to talk about things and, and connect up. And, and then he's got Hugh Jackman's <laughs> face. <laughs> Actually stapled to Ryan Reynolds' chin. <laughs> Right to where he has to pull out that that mm-hmm. staple. Great, uh, great effect. Jeez. Yeah, uh, I mean the science behind it is as long as you hit fatty parts of the skin, it's going to sting. But you can do crazy stuff like that. Oh, I mean, I'm sure think, everybody's done that. You think he school, really right? did it? Oh yeah, I think he really. I personally think he did. Maybe not. 
Oh, I doubt until it. I hear the director commentary. I, I don't would think like you to know. Did. I think he's I think Ryan Reynolds. probably in the prosthetic face stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah probably. It could be. But either way, it looked good. It looked good. It was funny. Um, and what I was happy with is I thought, okay, he's going to do a standard Deadpool, right? She's talking to him like, you left me, and he's going to make tons of jokes. He didn't. Instantly, he went to Wade, who he was to her. And, I mean, at first he made a joke, and then she's like, but you left me. And then he said, I oh, know, I'm sorry. And he starts apologizing. And I'm like, oh, that's awesome. I didn't think you were going to do that in this movie. You brought it back to a real fucking movie. Thanks for ugh, making me feel again, <laughs> assholes. <laughs> I was having fun with a gratuitous violence scene, and, yeah. and then you just brought it back to feelings. Uh, <laughs> Can't take it. Uh, and then they do the one-upmanship again, and that was that was a great reset to the, the relationship. Mm-hmm. And then he goes, you know, super penis, and that cracked me up. Then the last thing that I really love, besides, of course, we'll talk about it in the credits, one, one, one-liners, whatever you guys that we haven't hit so far, is... He talks to Negasonic and she's like, okay, yeah, you're cool. And he gets, the greatest swear because it's so silly and stupid. The whole movie is, what the ass? And like, it just cracked me up because he did it on purpose. And, and you're old again. So uh, <laughs> fun stuff. What have we missed that you guys want to talk about? Stingers. Well, we'll get to that. We haven't missed that yet. Oh, okay. I'll tell you, I think you, what you liked about that line, and, and I remember now that you brought it up, is I felt like they missed an opportunity. Instead of saying super penis, he should have said something about rib for her pleasure or texture oh, for her pleasure. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. oh god. <laughs> Just... oh. <laughs> so the upside to this and like gesture to his face is down and then gesture down there is textured for her pleasure, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily for you, the scars make it textured. <laughs> right. <laughs> that would be funny. That would be funny. Anything, anything else before we hit the singers? After a lot of drinks, that would be a face I would sit on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I, I really so hope funny. that she's back in the next one. Uh, DC on screen guys said, and this is one thing that they said that I thought would be cool, because you know De- uh, Deadpool's in the comments in love with death. That they want to see her either in between the films or in the beginning of the film get killed and become death. And that would be kind of a fun carryover. So he's still in love with her because she's, and he's in love with death because it's her. There is an article out there that lays out the foundation of if they're getting to that. Mm-hmm. Basically, like the breaking down all the parts in the film where, like, if if we are to imply that she is actually death, like reasons why. And I don't know, I don't remember which site ran it, but I read it recently, the last couple of days. So if you do a little bit of googling. I'm sure you could find it out there. Um, it was pretty interesting, and I was like, "Well, if they go in that direction, it'll be pretty fun." But um, yeah, and then I yeah. think somebody even did a uh, like a Photoshop mock-up of her with the with the death face paint thing going on, which is oh cool. really mm-hmm. nice. That that'd be nifty. It'd be cool. So, Ibit, you love the singers, obviously. Tell us about the, the credits and the singers. So, uh, you get um, I forgot what you get. Oh, during the credits, you get more of that cartoon style, the cartoon Deadpool. He masturbated a unicorn and it <laughs> farted money. Shouted out rainbows and stuff. Oh my god! Uh, great stuff in there. Yeah. And then and then you start to see some of the people who uh, the the lesser the lesser comic fans of the audience start to get up and start walking out. <laughs> yes. And you're like, oh, you poor saps. You're going to hear about this tomorrow. And 
and uh, and then you get to uh, Great Stinger, and as soon as you see that hallway and the corner, at least I've seen Ferris Bueller so many damn times, I, I knew. I knew what was coming. You haven't seen that. No, I've seen the movie. I never oh. saw a pass the credits. Oh, really? And I heard somebody else say it. I had to go look it up and show it to my wife. Going, oh my god, there's a stinger in the movie, and they spoofed it. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah. There's there's uh, and there's even a double stinger in Ferris Bueller with the whole uh, the gummy bears and the 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 principal getting on the school bus and and all that. Um, but uh, Deadpool pokes his head around the corner and does a lot of the, the Ferris Bueller. What? You're still here? It's over. Go home. And he says, all right, you're here. All right, let's, let's kind of give you a little tease here since you stayed this long. Uh, Deadpool 2, uh, want to have Cable in it. And he starts rattling off some names of who he wants. Kira Knightley, because uh, she's got range. You know, a few yeah. people like that. And, and somebody, again, has already mocked up a Kira Knightley as Deadpool. <laughs> graphic on the internet i mean sorry kira knightley is as cable uh which is hilarious but uh great stinger and a great you know again teasing we've had movies that tease a sequel in the stinger but never verbally yeah <laughs> right have the, never had the main character come out and say yeah we're gonna do another one and here's what we want to do yeah. <laughs> i like that he called out the mcu saying like what sam jackson with an eye patch <laughs> yeah, and a, right. and a nice leather number. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, uh, you know, on the fight on this bridge, we're going to take him to Professor Xavier, and <laughs> he says, mm-hmm. "Which right. one, Patrick Stewart or uh... Stewart or yeah. McAvoy?" Stewart or McAvoy. McAvoy. Yeah. McAvoy. The timeline right? getting so messed up. <laughs> uh, oh. Great, but yeah, I, I mean, of course, I stayed for the singer, loved it anyway. And then when I found out it was a, a yet another joke deep meta joke it's like oh my god that's and of course i went to youtube looked up that stinger and went they did it perfectly yeah the first stinger and then right perfectly so what about this movie because we obviously loved it right everybody loved this thing Mm -hmm. i was immediately ready to go back see it a second time my wife actually because i was kind of half joking because we don't go see movies twice because we don't do that i mean she sees it once we're done I said, I kind of want to go back and see it again. She's, well, you're going to have to do it on like a weekday so we can have the kids being watched over here. I was like, oh, okay, we're going to do this then. <laughs> she's, she's saying she wants to go. That's awesome. Yeah. So uh, she who invited it. you? <laughs> <laughs> so, but like with Star Wars, we loved Star Wars, but there were some weaknesses there. What would be the weaknesses for you guys in this movie? For, for me, sorry, I'm going to lead it off. For sure. me, number one, as a longtime Deadpool fan, where were the B. Arthur jokes? Oh, yes. You're right. Not even one B. Arthur nudie want to be sexy with joke or there should have been uh, something about a, a, a naked picture somewhere that should have been his most prized prevent- possession. Yeah. But other than that, I, I can't find anything. <laughs> who, was it, who was it that was on the coin purse? Oh, that was uh, uh, Bernadette Peters. Ah, uh, OK. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they could have. Uh, the, if they would have just made that B. Arthur problem solved. Right. Because there's. Yeah. Yeah. Then it came back. Yeah. Yeah, I totally forgot that he had that fixation with B. Arthur naked. Uh, all right, uh, Matt, what was your yes. weakness? Man, I really wouldn't say there's any weaknesses in this. It's a to me, it's a very new style of comic book movie we haven't seen yet. Going this far to the comedy and this far to rated R, it's just. Uh, it's really just 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 phenomenal, and uh, they're kind of trailblazing. And I can't really say I have a problem with anything. Jeff, <clears throat> hmm. 
This is where you, you speak into the viewer? microphone. <laughs> you... <laughs> no, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm thinking. All right, okay, back like, to you, Claude. Well, okay. No, I, I, are you ready? You said you were thinking. Yeah, no, I got one now. But, All right. Uh, when he, when he cut away to the fourth wall break inside the fourth wall break, I thought that was a little bit gratuitous because, as far as I've understood it, Deadpool never broke the fourth wall until he was Deadpool. He was Deadpool. No, in that in that fourth wall break, he was he was like normally faced, wasn't he? No, 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 no. He had a a, a weird shirt on and a hat on, but his he was devil because he was cleaning off his white uniform. Okay, okay, okay. That guy's then, got the right idea. He wore the brown pants. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, okay. Did anybody else want uh, Vanessa when she was uh, taped up? When they finally Angel Dust ripped the tape off for her to go, you've got something in your teeth. I wanted that so bad. That would have been great. Ibit, do you have a weakness for the film? I wouldn't call it a weakness because we all know that the budget wasn't big enough to do this, but I you know, would have loved to have seen more Marvel, uh, more X-Men characters. I think Domino would have been an easy mm. one to pull off. Yeah. Um, maybe Phantom X. Uh, it's almost like they couldn't that... afford another X-Men. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, that that's what I'm saying. I mean, if and, and they could have done something that didn't require a ton of special effects, but um, I guess they wanted to have shoot. I can't remember the character's name, but he's got uh, the two metal arms um, that can Colossus? transform. Not no, not <laughs> uh, there was in, in production in early production. There was supposed to be another uh, another ex villain in it, and I'm trying to remember the guy's name. Oh, Kane. Kane, yes, <clears throat> and but Kane, it, it's when do you want to say Kane was a villain because he was a part of X Force with with he was Cable's number two for a long time. That's right, yeah, yeah. But uh, I mean, seeing another X Men and, and one that they could have done without uh, um, without a lot of special effects would have been like I said, you know, Phantom X or uh, Domino. Uh, but uh, Really, and that's and that's struggling to find something to really complain about because yeah. I felt like it was a pretty complete uh, film for me. Did Tina go with you? She did, and she loved it. And uh, awesome. she was saying, "Is this going to be one of those things like Ant Man, where it's like a character I don't know of, and never cared about, or never heard of, and I'm going to end up liking it?" I said, "Yeah, probably." <laughs> <laughs> and sure enough, she did. Uh, well, good. Uh, I, I spoke with uh, these people that were, uh, they run a theater, but their theater was not running Deadpool. So I asked them today, I said, hey, have you got a chance to see it? And like, no. I said, well, the real question is, do you want to see it? Because it's a very divisive topic. Yeah, you know, I've never read the comics, but it looked interesting. Uh, I said, well, no. He said, yeah, I want to. I said, well, good. It's really true to the comics. He goes, I've never seen the comics. I'm like, all right, well, what's wrong with you? You know, but then I said, <laughs> I said, I'm the field of casual and I've read comics. But anyway, I know, right? But I said, uh, uh, he, I said, well, then what, what is it? What are you worried about? And he, he said, they, he's worried that they're, they're gloss over parts. I'm like, no, dude, this is, this almost should have been NC 17. I mean, they do not hold back. There's no glossing whatsoever in this film. And I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. it. It just, God, man, for me, this would be the feel good movie of the year. That's just, yeah. that's my. <laughs> Quote from from breaking the panel that's going to be on the DVD. Feel good movie of the year. Uh, but Klaus, did you have any weakness on this? I believe I already discussed my uh, 
Colossus. Colossus. <laughs> you had a colossal weakness on this. That's right. We we covered at the beginning that Paul was wrong. So. Uh, did we also cover the fact that Chris is fired? <laughs> well, yes, we actually did. Agree <laughs> we did actually. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I think I slept through that part. Uh, <laughs> oh. um, I felt like the only for me the only weakness was it was too short. That's it was it was a, but at the same time too long because it's such an emotional roller coaster ride. I for the first time, as long as I can remember. I mean, I've really enjoyed the MCU movies love where they go with the the stingers and the hidden stuff in the movies and the stuff that I can explain to my wife and I, I like that but I go in looking for this epic overwhelming film and they're all great but I leave going that was a great film I left Deadpool going oh my god I just spent the day at a roller coaster park I need a nap and I need to process that and I need to come back and see it again and see what the fuck I missed yeah and <laughs> I need to go get a stuffed yeah. unicorn <laughs> and some crocs you know what have, in the collector's edition of deadpool on, on blu-ray and dvd if it does not oh come God. with a stuffed unicorn i am not buying it well you weren't supposed to see that part i know right. he said as long as it comes stuffed with extras you're gonna buy it <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right i think uh i think we've pretty much covered it oh one last thing the budget for this film Fifty-eight million dollars. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. That's all they spent on this thing. It's already made almost five hundred worldwide. I, uh, all so, that went to Stan Lee too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it says here on Google. I'm not. It didn't say domestic or otherwise. It just lists three hundred thirty-three point four million USD. So I'm assuming that's just domestic right now. Uh, I don't think it's made that much to make it. it I just looked at Box Office Mojo a few minutes ago. Actually, okay. it's um. Two hundred thirty-five million in the U.S. alone, and four hundred ninety-one million in the worldwide. So okay, far. so this just isn't updated quickly so enough. Cool. Ten, ten days, I think it has been, and they've made four hundred ninety-one million. That's like darn near close. That's like close to the big. It, it almost had no drop off between week one and week two. Right. Wow. Um, it had like one hundred thirty-five million uh, the first week. The first weekend, and this weekend it made another like hundred million. It's crazy. Probably a lot of repeat views. Now uh, I saw it twice. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I I haven't. I want to so bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was Tim Miller's first directing gig, by the way. Uh, we talked about that on the last breaking the panel. Here's your Rotten Tomatoes is eighty four percent. IMDb is eight point six out of ten, and Metacritic sixty five percent. Metacritic is so you know nineties. Why the fuck do we care? <laughs> uh, but Rotten Tomatoes is really holding its its rating on Rotten Tomatoes, which I don't necessarily care. But it seems like a lot of people who measure statistics of movies hold the Rotten Tomatoes numbers valuable. But that's I'll usually high. look at that if it's a movie if it's an unknown quantity. Like I'll I'll look and see. All right, yeah, that 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 seems to be what I kind of would expect, and and uh, and I'll go see a movie based on that. Well, not solely based on that, but partially based it's, on that. It's particularly relevant because it is so brutal you know what i mean like rotten mm-hmm. tomatoes yes. is is very often brutal the films that are actually pretty decent um right. because you're you especially for something like this you know like an r-rated film that is very juvenile in nature you know like it's all dick and fart jokes and all that kind yeah. of stuff mm-hmm. um because what you often get is you the, the professional 
um, critics, you know, the ones who write for newspapers and magazines and such, they often weigh towards like preferring art films and like Oscar can, you know, fodder and stuff like that. And like, so they'll, they'll go into a film like this and trash it a lot of times. So for it to score as highly as it has thus far on Rotten Tomatoes is pretty amazing. Um, because usually something like this just gets literally shit on like, yeah. So, uh, yeah, no, I, I use it as like uh, for that, but then the big thing is you always want context. You want to go in and look at some of those featured reviews and just see what they're saying. And, you know, without, hopefully without spoilers, if you're trying to make a decision on whether you're going to go see something. And in those first couple of days of the, the preview releases before it had gone wide in that first, that what Wednesday, that first Tuesday, Wednesday or whatever, mm-hmm. I, it was, it was, it was at a hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes. So. Yeah. Yeah. So. So very cool, very cool. It, did what was your guys' most what the fuck moment of that movie? Because <laughs> I'll tell you mine. <laughs> mine was a seven-year-old kid sitting next to me in the theater. Oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> wow. And on the, on the previews, we got to the preview of Mike and Dave need wedding dates, and he's <laughs> laughing and he says that movie looks funny. And his mom said, "Oh, you're not going to see that." Oh. <laughs> and I'm like, what the. So so he's about to sit through. So so we've established that there is a line. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. Uh, Man, there's so many. I mean, you know, him getting him getting stabbed in the head. The um, the 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 gratuitous nudity taking one up Main Street. I mean, there's so many where it's like, wow, I can't believe they just did that, or can't believe he just said that. Um, I can't. I don't think I can single out one specific WTF moment. For me, probably cutting his hand off. Where yeah. I was just like, "Well, we're going there, okay." <laughs> I, I, I guess we're gonna we're gonna go court that whole just how fast does he regenerate thing. And yeah, yeah. there there you are. Right. Well, when we see that bullet hole earlier in the movie, like closing in real time as he's right. looking through his arm, Sing through it. Yeah, yeah, that kind of showed how fast he regenerates right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but a whole limb—that was pretty impressive. I don't. I had one. I cannot remember what it was. There was one moment. I was like, "Oh my god!" But the rest of it just did not shock me. I was just expecting this was the Deadpool I hoped and dreamed for, and then some. So it just maybe when the guy when the guy in the trunk got t boned that that might have been. Oh my Jesus! I couldn't help myself for a minute. Like, what's going to happen? The poor little Rajiv or whatever his name was that was driving the cab because he has a bag full of illegal weapons, a body in the trunk. <laughs> Hopefully, you know? we'll find out in the sequel. Yeah, <laughs> I and almost feel like he's such an important part of this movie. I wish, I really hope was. they visit him. He mm-hmm. he might turn into the Coulson of the Fox universe. <laughs> <laughs> that would be fun. The cab driver. Yeah, that'd be fun. All right, uh, MCU cast. Where can we find you? At mcucast.com or facebook.com slash mcucast, mcucast on Twitter, mcucast pretty much everywhere. So just mcucast.com is the, the easiest place to look us up, though. There you go. And the rest of us, that's Paul Klotz, Brian Ibbett, Chris Wisdom, myself, Charles McFall. You can find us every week on Breaking the Panel at giantsizeteamup.com forward slash breaking the panel. And, of course, blogtalkradio.com forward slash breaking the panel. 
I got. I don't know why I go up on panel every time, but I can keep doing that if it annoys you. So also, we mentioned Giant Size Team Up Network. NFCU Cast is on a Giant Size Team Up Network, as is DC on Screen. We mentioned earlier Blazing Defender Report, Kingfisher Seven Forty Five, and many others as well. Uh, Uncle George with Panel by Panel. So I think I've covered everybody now. Start naming. Mm-hmm. You start naming so names. You got to get them all out there. So like one other. This yeah. <laughs> 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 okay, from the Helicarrier. So there's that one. So you find us every week there and check out all the great content they have. Again, DC on screen. Both of those guys turned out they were working tonight, so they could not be with us. But they did a great hour and a half long episode on, on Deadpool as well. So check them out. Till then, uh, we'll be back next week with uh, myself, Klotz, Chris, and the rotational host. So we're going to find out who's going to plug that hole. All right. <laughs> 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 right, right, right up, up Main, Main Street. Street.